Please listen carefully. Welcome to the Rick and Dodd Show. Two dudes, a podcast, and some laughs. Prepare to be underwhelmed. And away we go. Okay, so yeah, so we're uh, back this week uh, after being off a week from uh, me being at the super exhausting world of uh, Las Vegas. Um, forgot to turn on my lamp. Let me do that really quick um, <laughs> so I can actually see. Um, and so, yeah, so we didn't record last week. We, you know, tentatively thought we might be able to do something, but based on the uh, the zombification of myself while I was there, um, you know, it's as general with all of our, our conferences in Vegas. Um, we start at about 7 a.m. and then don't eat dinner till 10, 10.30, and then you're just exhausted because you're just going all day. Um, so it's just like absolute insanity all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I've uh, been kind of busy this week, too, just trying to get all this stuff together and uh, just trying to play catch-up before I start getting ready for uh, for Vegas there. Yeah, so that's what I, I had a good idea to – where I, where I stayed this time was another one that was on the list based on the conference planning, um, was at the Vidara, uh, which is kind of central in the strip, but it's an all suite hotel, um, mm. with, you can't see me, but I'm doing sweet, uh, quote air marks. Um, <laughs> so that, uh, it's a, it's a sister hotel to the Aria, which I've stayed at the Aria multiple times, but based on us tentatively going out there for GP Vegas, uh, in June, um, I wanted to see what it, see what the uh, the Vidara looked like um, because they advertised it as all suites. So I stayed there, mm. um, and basically it's the same exact size room as the Aria with a kitchenette, so that's an upgrade. Um, but it's the same size room, but they just put a really awkward wall, like half wall right in the middle, so it's floor to ceiling, but you can walk <laughs> around it on both ends, and just that's where the TV goes. And, like, that's what they qualify it as for a suite versus just a regular room. That's um, funny. So, I mean, they had, like, a couch. I, I'm pretty sure it was a pull-out couch and stuff like that. So there there was, you know, more sleeping arrangements there. But it wasn't any more notion of, of kind of something that was nicer than uh, the Aria or some of the other places that I stayed. So uh, we can keep looking to see what else we get uh, as far as mm-hmm. options. Um, and so since I'm traveling – Next week to New York, I probably won't get back to actually being serious about booking uh, a place until once we get back from that. So uh, we can sync up on Messenger and make sure we're we're looking good there and, and finally or hopefully get an idea from the rest of the, the group of, of who's actually going or whatnot. But um, it, it was at least I did some kind of due diligence and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Columboing while I was there. Yeah, no, that's good. The uh, I didn't get into Cave Canum, uh, which I didn't think I like the uh there's usually like basically a five to ten percent chance like the extra acceptance rate um and so you know it's usually like you basically you know it usually takes folks like three or the apply anywhere from three to five times to get in Mm -hmm. so it's just like one of those things where it's like super annoying because you have to you have to pay to uh you have to pay to to apply for their fellowship so yeah, so it's like, oh man, it's like, can I just give you the money up front, and then you just decide which year you're gonna let me well, in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so no, uh, good news, I am free for Vegas. I did my taxes. Uh, somehow I owe North Carolina three hundred bucks, but we'll just uh, 
we'll deal with that later. <laughs> that works. Yeah, we'll just we'll just deal with that later. Um and yeah, so no, I'm looking forward to it. Going to be able to use my federal refund to get the uh, get the plane ticket there. So that's awesome. good. I'm excited. I uh Yeah, I mean I just been like thinking about like that and magic a lot lately. I didn't go to uh, I didn't go to F and M. That's why I was uh, going to ask if you ended up hitting any uh, Modern Masters events or anything like that. I did not. What I did was I uh, ended up. So none of our friend group showed uh, was going to go to be able to go to F and M. I was like, okay, and uh, I kind of wasn't feeling going, you know, uh, without anybody showing up there because it was kind of be like you know a wander around a little bit. So. I uh, went down to my folks, grabbed some stuff from them, some groceries, and uh, made my way up to. I went actually stopped by uh, uh, the uh, the Lord Voldemort of card shops because <laughs> my, my parents live over my my folks live over that way. So, um, and it was kind of on the way home, so I stopped by and that whew, whew, pretty uh, pretty bad. As as far as what just uh, during an FNM, uh, yeah. So they would try and tell people they would try and tell the current place that I work for that uh, they would have you know a hundred fifty people show up for FNM. Mm-hmm. They fight. They had one draft pod. Okay. And like an eight person standard, and then some people playing RPGs, and that was it. And and. Uh, it was pretty pretty sad. There was uh, I, I ran it. I, our buddy Will was there, and uh, and I saw him. and I was like, "Hey, I'm like, this place looks soft as shit." So <laughs> I'm like, now I can't. I I can understand why you would just come here. Because... Yeah, why he goes there all the time just to keep keep doing that. Because I mean, that's what he said a couple or it was either last summer or the summer before that he kept going because it was basically they were just like giving money away. So. You know, can't really complain about that. Yeah, well, they changed their they changed their price structure, so it's like pack per win now, which I oh, think. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of places doing that, or like some of the places I hit when I travel, like they do that. So um, it's kind of it's good or bad, but then it's just kind of that's where you're just trying to draw people in or just draw volume in, as opposed to like kind of keep the the structure going. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it looks pretty rough over there, but uh, yeah, like I walked, you know. Like a lot of a lot of folks are quitting quitting the magic, so uh, which you know you know I've been you know I've been pretty candid about you know kind of being on the fence of that anyway, and uh, you know talk to uh, talk to the Lee man, <laughs> and he's like keep well keep you know keep a couple decks, and I'm like dude I play Legacy, like one deck's like two you know twenty five hundred bucks, yep. three grand oh like. You know, you throw that on top of the binder, and then the other, you know, the other one's about the same, and it's just like, why would I keep these? <laughs> if well, I were to, to do that, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've kind of gone back and forth uh, multiple times with getting out of it, and like, I, I dumped a bunch of my stuff, and um, back, like, I'd say a little after college, or even when I got out a lot of it, but then I always like before commander edh was a, a thing like i had at least had like a uh singleton highlander style of just uh mm-hmm. of each deck that was monocolor so one of each deck or one of each color uh to play against each other because i still wanted to keep some of the cards and then so obviously now i'm you know back into it much more than that um so it, it always it's always a you know a 
a sine wave of going all the way in to wanting to get all the way out to kind of coming and buying back in. So um, for me, like I always know that'll be a thing. So I, I always want to at least keep the cards. So that's why I just kind of keep trying to build up the collection regardless. It's just like condensing it down and not having just as much bulk. So like whatever I need to have to be able to build X, Y, and Z, I always, you know, make sure that's yeah. available. But then it's like all the, like I'm just dumping as much bulk as I can um, to the store here, which uh, is good because I'm, you know, just bulking it and getting store credit and stuff like that. I feel bad because I'm just dumping a bunch of bulk on them. Um, but they're like, no, it's fine. You know, that's that's what we're here for, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I also, you know, the last time, last Monday before I left, um, we were going up there. or I, I was going up there to do a Monday night draft. Uh, and I had a, a bunch of bulk that I'd sorted. It was like 3,500 cards, and I was carrying it with me on the train. And, <laughs> and I was just like, I, I'd set it down like at the train station while I was fiddling with some of my book bag, and I was just thinking to myself, like, I just want somebody to, to come by and like steal this and think they got something. And they're like, <laughs> like, first of all, the, the, the sucker weighed like 15 pounds, so it was just like a cardboard box with 15 pounds of cardboard inside it. Um, and then like open it up and like start doing it, and it just it's basically bulk from like all the boxes I've opened, like all the just oh. bulk comments that I've opened like the past two years. Um, and so it was just like that. That would have been awesome where they would have like stolen. I would have just been like. Bye. Like, it, like they would have. It would have been awkward because they'd be like, "Why aren't you chasing me for this thing I just stole?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "You know, if you want it, you got it." And then be like, "Okay." Yeah. And then so, but or even like think that it was a lighter box because again, the sucker was pretty heavy for how big of a box it was. And then just you know <laughs> see the reaction when they they try to grab it, and then it just like jerks them backward as they try to like grab it from me or something like that. But. um so yeah, so I, I've been just trying to, to condense down stuff as well, and so I've got like, at one point I was collecting like a bunch of old school foil land, so I went to dump all that, and then just try to get my uh, my bookcase to be as as condensed as possible, just so that yeah. again it's it's not like keeping all this bulk or, or stuff around where again it's as much as I love draft and, and seal and all that stuff. The problem is you just end up coming and having like this hodgepodge of crap that like every you just get cards and unless you kind of stay on top of it it becomes a problem so like i see all the different aspects of it but it's just something where like i've been in and out so many times i want to try to to stay on top of it yeah yeah like i've been i'm always a proponent of getting rid of stuff so yeah i mean it's just like my enjoyment with the game has been going Mm -hmm. down down a lot lately and you know i'm I always talk about like my gut feeling and my gut. Fe- I've been annoying, uh, ignoring my gut feeling for the last like two and a half years with it. Mm-hmm. Where I was just like, get out, you know. I was like, and that's what my gut's been telling me to do so much. And but, you know, it's barely, you know. But it's, you know, we'll see. Like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to prepare here and get all the, uh, you know, try and at least get all the collection. Uh, collection stuff together, finish out the land base, some key pieces. Um, so I basically just stop buying stuff and see if that'll change anything. Yeah, I mean, like you said, if you're playing Legacy, I mean, that's one where there it's still a pretty uh, diverse format that you can play pretty much whatever you want um, mm-hmm. once you have the, the land base. Um, and then just kind of keep growing. Like as I'm flipping through some cards in my hand here, uh, because that, that's my favorite thing. When I go on business trips, I order cards before I leave. And then I forget that I ordered them <laughs> and I come back and Amanda puts the envelopes on my desk when she gets the mail and I open them and it's like Christmas morning because I got cards I completely forgot I ordered. Um, so there's some here that are just completely random, but then like I ordered like a 
Tomb Stalker, so I could put that in, in one of my Bug Delver decks for Legacy and stuff like that. Um, so it's just interesting as I'm like, it's like, you know, $8 worth of cards here that I'm just flipping through. Um, but that that's always my favorite of whenever I order a bunch of cards and then I'm like, ooh, look, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, I've just, I don't know. Like, I, I don't order cards offline, um, you know, and... I don't have anything against it. Um, I just don't. I tend to be pretty. I tend to be a really good trader. So, and I only play like competitive formats. So, um, you know, like EDH can be competitive, but I just don't play it. Well, yeah, so. and that's what I mean. Similar to uh, the kind of the condensing stuff down, I had just like buy listed a bunch of stuff to TCG player. And so I have a bunch of store credit there. So just kind of using stuff here and there because I, again, like I built up my binder. And I just, I never go out to, to trade stuff or like a lot of the standard stuff. There's so much fluctuation in between the time like it goes up and comes down. And like, I never have a chance to actually do anything with it. So it's just like, okay, let me just stop carrying this around, get some value for it. And then convert it into the cards that I've been tracking down, like hitting all the stores locally and they didn't have this stuff there. So it's just easier that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> the, I, uh, did you uh, were you able to check out uh, in in uh, kind of unison with uh, the Modern Masters releases and stuff? Were you, did you end up catching any uh, Iron Fist? I did. So I did watch. Uh, I've watched. I, I I've consumed it all. Okay. Um, that was my last. That was actually last weekend. I believe I just stayed home. I, I didn't go to. I didn't go to FNM the weekend before. They're probably going to think I'm dead soon. <laughs> um. <laughs> Especially that, no articles on top of it. So put on uh, a, a bolo out for you. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I watched it all, and I watched it before I read any reviews on it. Okay. And I was kind of like, man, people really hard on Iron Fist. Okay, that's good to know because I I haven't seen any of it yet. I that was the plan. Like in Vegas, I had the plan of hitting up Modern Masters events and then last weekend before the conference started of just binge watching as much uh Iron Fist as I could on one of the days. And then obviously work stuff happened and that didn't happen. Um but that was that's something that uh, uh since I've gotten home, I've just binged on all the the um the DCCW shows that I've I've been delinquent on. So the Iron Fist is at the top of my list once I get current there. So hopefully either later this week um, or uh, or maybe uh, even next weekend. But I, I had seen a lot of a lot of like uh, mediocre or a lot of um, like middling reviews for it. But kind of seeing uh, getting your opinion since we tend to have similar opinions for the the Marvel shows um, and have them be very similar uh, is is good to, or a little bit uh, hopeful. Yeah, like, it wasn't, like, if you're just, like, the thing is, it's like, it was a perfectly fine show. If, you know, you were kind of looking for something to binge, binge that didn't, like, wasn't, like, super serious, mm-hmm. Iron Fist is fine. Like, you know, everything, like, everything about it is just, like, you know, it's it's fine. It's not, you know, you're not, there's, you know, the acting could be a little... A little better, but um, I think I I think they might have miscast Danny Rand. But okay. um, other than that, I mean, all the other characters are fine. Like, yeah, we can do a, a big a big spoiler filled review of that once once I watch it. Um, yeah. 
but uh, I had like that was one of the ones even with all the, the Comic Con stuff and and all the stuff that I followed. Like I had basically zero like pre knowledge and all that stuff. So like I know like the guy they cast was um, he's been in some other stuff, but I can I don't remember any of it. Um, and then I know like some of the other people they cast in it were like in some other stuff, but it was very similar where this like the whole character set for this one was like getting established new um as opposed to like some of the other characters already having like a tie-in like luke cage into um into jessica jones and that stuff yeah yeah i mean it's fine it's worth it's it's worth a watch it's like it's perfectly fine i didn't i didn't watch it and like want my time back um so which is good um yeah it was fine it was you know it was it was enjoyable uh Ended up finishing it. Yeah, I finished it like midday Saturday, so I watched like six hours. Went to bed at like three thirty. Watched the rest of it Saturday. <laughs> I was like, I've I've done. Woke up a little earlier. Woke up at like ten. Watched the rest of it. Power watched the rest of it and was done because you know you gotta watch you gotta watch that stuff. Gotta watch it quick now. Yeah, and I mean that's where again watch it quick because otherwise all the other uh kind of stuff that you're normally following or listening to on social media like they'll again have all this the spoiler filled reviews like the day of um where it's basically an inhumanly amount of time that they've been able to watch it and rate a review where they're almost watching it on like 2x speed or something like that so <laughs> yeah yeah i could see that yeah yeah but no, it was fine it was it was enjoyable the i also saw the dave Chappelle stand-up stand-up specials we started watching some of that last night so i i binged a lot of arrow and flash yesterday um and just you know being lazy on the couch and everything and then um i wanted to watch something but i didn't want to put i didn't want to fall asleep with one of those shows on so then i put on one of the 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 first of the Chappelle specials mm-hmm. um just to kind of get a feel for it uh I mean this is actually interesting because it'll it'll go into a point one of the other things I want to talk about um but like I I knew like you guys had talked about it in in chat as as far as being good um I had seen some like positive and negative comments from folks on Twitter that are uh comedians that that I follow and, and agree with um and so there, there were a good. There, I had a lot of interest built, not only just from it being just you know Chappelle in general, but from a lot of the, uh, um, a lot of the interesting pieces that people were were talking about. So um, we we put that on, and I, I probably was conscious for the first twenty minutes before I passed out. Um, but I mean, a, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff he was talking about. I mean, I think the like the the part that I remember last was. Uh, he was talking about, um, the, the traffic stop with his buddy and then he was able to get off and then his buddy, you know, got, uh, got arrested for the DUI and they let him <laughs> drive away even though he was, he was stoned since a, a breathalyzer doesn't pick up weed. Um, so, the, so that was the, uh, the, that was about how far I got into it before I <laughs> was no longer, uh, uh, conscious to the world, but it, it, it seemed good. It seemed a lot better than I expected it to be, um, just based off of, or sorry, not better than I expected to be, but um, it was it was kind of setting the bar a little bit higher than what I had uh, just kind of put in there for maybe being overhyped or some of that, and just based on some of the other reviews that I saw uh, from mm-hmm. comedians that kind of came up in the sh- like in the shadow of him, but or even like that like are in the same vein as him, um, 
and so it was it was interesting and so that those are two that I definitely want to get back on um, and and watch as well but the kind of the dovetail point to that is I saw have you seen Kevin Hart's what now I haven't okay that was that was one where thankfully um, the the flights I had on American Airlines uh, between Chicago and Vegas um, they they were on the newer or since they merged and kind of consolidated all the flights with uh, U.S. Airways, um, the newer planes that they're using are basically the U.S. Airways planes, which have a better, nicer um, uh, like in unit console uh, for entertainment. So it's not mm-hmm. just like whatever random movie they want to pick and show you on a TV screen from 1975, um, but you can pick and choose which one's there. Um, so Kevin Hart now what was one of them was on there, and that was one where. Usually when I'm on a plane, like, all I wanted to do was sleep because I was tired and felt like crap um, and just wanted to, like, not do anything. Um, And so I I saw that one on there, and I was like, okay. And he recorded it in Philly, so it's basically a stadium concert or stadium stand-up special, which is awesome. Um, And so I was like, okay, I'll I'll throw that on. And I didn't really have high hopes for it, um, where, again, like, I kind of went into it being, like, a, a, a grumpy cynic of, like, this this is just more of the same crap, blah, blah, blah. And, and like I started watching, it was, he jumped into some stuff. It was okay. And I passed out. So usually what I do is I pass out like five to 10 minutes into a flight or even before we take off. And then I wake up like 15 minutes into the flight and I'm wired. And then I just have to sit there for like the rest of the flight. Be like, okay, when can we get off the plane? When can we get off the plane? Um, so that's pretty much what happened where I fell asleep like 10 minutes into that special, but then I must've woke up like 10 minutes later. Cause I was able to watch like most of the special coherently. Um, but I don't think I've ever laughed as hard on a plane as I did while watching the special, um, really? especially like towards the end of it. Like, and that's what I, I've seen all his other specials, but they ended up not being something where like I was, you know, 50, 50 on most of them, but the majority of the stuff that, w- that he had in this special, I was rolling laughing. Um, I mean, I, like I've watched stuff on the plane, like chuckled or whatever, or it's kind of like I, I, when I have Game of Thrones and I'm watching Game of Thrones, like you're always trying to cover the boobs up on the screen whenever they pop out randomly out of nowhere <laughs> and stuff. And then so this was just like him, like going in and doing like stand up, and I, like I was laughing hysterically. And at, at times, like I have the Bose headphones that I use, and so like I can't hear myself laughing, or I can't hear myself as laughing as loud as I am. So I had to like take them off my head as I was laughing to make sure I wasn't like screaming out loud. Um, and so that's what it, he had a couple of good punchlines and it's definitely one I want to go back and watch all the way through when I'm in a much, uh, less confined environment. So I know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was definitely, a um, a very well done episode and, and pretty, uh, pretty damn hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like I, uh, golly, the, um, I haven't watched these. I will say the second Dave Chappelle stand up is a lot better than the first. Okay. That, that's awesome. I'll, uh, we'll add that more to the top of my queue. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the first one apparently is like from a couple years ago and the second one is from 2016. So it's much more Dave Chappelle kind of, uh, in Dave Chappelle form. Um, and feels, feels much more like a Dave Chappelle, uh, uh, stand up. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like those were enjoyable. I haven't, I haven't delved too much into Kevin Hart. Um, you know, I haven't, I don't know, like, it's weird because like, I haven't, I haven't like with me for comedians, it's like, I sort of have to be like drawn to them. 
mm-hmm. and I've never really been drawn to Kevin Hart. Like a lot of people like him, that's cool. I just haven't been drawn to him to like really take in his stuff. I might give it a you know, I might I might give it a go now. Uh to see <laughs> to see if it, you know, to to see if he's got the stuff for me. Yeah, I mean that was the uh but you know, that it's... was the same feeling I had for most of his stuff, and I mean, between Amanda and I, we've we've exhausted uh, the majority of uh, of comedy on on Netflix. Um, so so mm. having some some new blood in there is a is a good thing, um, and and kind of having these that we can put on repeat and, and play and stuff like that, um, and then everything else that we end up having to be able to. Uh, to kind of just keep going either on repeat or just new ones here and there uh, is, is good. So um, I'm not sure what uh, streaming services, what now is available on yet, but I, I want to check that out. Um, and then uh, all of the, uh, all of the Chappelle ones will, will basically add to our list. Cause he's got how many they, they signed him for three, three. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was two or three or I, I thought it was more than that, but that must've been somebody else just signing up for, something else or, or getting noticed there. But yeah, so I mean, that's at least a couple there that are good. Um, and then just another random one that, that was, she put on when I was taking a nap today. Um, and that was one that I ended up, uh, uh, seeing where again, kind of like laughing before I even woke up. So that was even better. Yeah. His, uh, yeah, his stuff is, I love, uh, the one I like at his is for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. So funny. <laughs> homeless guy on the bus kills me every time but uh yeah no i uh i saw life okay. uh, uh i got advanced screening pa- passes to that and went wednesday um kind of disappointing okay uh it was a fine like it was a fine movie experience it just yeah you know, it felt paint by numbers okay kind of and i wanted you know, they a lot of good actors. Like the acting was like top notch, mm-hmm. and I've never watched a movie and been like, I've always been, um, I, I've never watched a movie and been like, man, I wonder what script they signed up to do, mm-hmm. what that script looked like, because it wasn't the uh, one that they uh, you, they acted out on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's you know, it was like it was like paint by paint by numbers, sci fi horror. And if you've seen, like, it's this thing is like, if you've seen Alien, you've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they try to get clever. I think that was by Columbia. And is Columbia. Uh, I know Sony, Sony put it out, but I know. I'm going to look that up. But there's some company, God, there's some movie companies that really just need to get their head out of their asses. Well, and that's kind of yeah. what it ends up being is where they, they buy the script and they sign everybody on. And it's like the little art house or independent studio of one of the bigger studios and they do it. And then it gets a lot of praise around, uh, you know, golden globe Oscar time. And then it just kind of snowballs mm-hmm. into something bigger than it is. And so like, it's got a lot of like critical acclaim before it. And then like, so like be it, Columbia or Sony would would gobble it up and, and release it wide before actually kind of getting like a lot of testing on it, even though it was critically well received. Yeah, well, this was uh, did that did that go through art house stuff? Uh, I, that's why I'm not sure. I, I, thought... I, I know that's how a lot of scripts get gobbled up for a lot of stuff, but I, I, I life was only one that I more recently became aware of based on some other people talking about it last week. 
Yeah, like it. Yeah, that script. Uh, yeah, it. Um, let me see. I'm gonna look at the Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah, I don't. I yeah, I just want to see the original script. <laughs> That's all I want to see is the original script, and um. Well, one uh, that was not as big of a an issue for me was uh, we were able to catch uh, Logan uh, out in Vegas. Um, so that's a, we have a, a bunch of coworkers who uh, there's the cross section of IT people with uh, you know comic book nerds and stuff like that. So um, we were able to uh, to catch that uh, the last night. The majority of us were there. Um, and again, this was at the end of the week. I was exhausted. I thought I was going to like just fall asleep in the middle of it the entire time I'm going in. I'm like, yeah, this is, I should have watched this some other time or this is going to be boring, blah, blah, blah. And then it just like, it was balls to the wall the entire time. Um, and you know, everything you want in a Wolverine movie. Um, like, I mean, he's, he's pulled a a lot of amazing roles, um, in some of the previous roles, but just going Mm -hmm. into this one, it was, very well done. Patrick Stewart plays kind of an excellent part, um, and it's a it's a an interesting kind of hodgepodge of all the other timelines from the other movies, some of the newer uh, crossover events from the comics, um, and just very well done to basically have uh, have this kind of be a, um, Hugh Jackman's kind of final farewell for the character, and it's just it's all out like everything like basically the entire movie. Um, like, I'm watching the fight scenes, and then I just remember, like, growing up playing um, X-Men, the arcade game, and X-Men Children of the Atom, and all of that stuff, and all I just he- kept hearing in my head was, Berserker Barrage, like, the entire time, because it's just, like, <laughs> he's just running around, just, like, slicing the shit out of everything, like, literally, like, dicing guys' heads off, and you can see, like, cubes of their heads flying, um, and just just the ridiculousness of, like, everything you would want in, like, a super, like, rage-filled uh, Logan Wolverine movie, so it was a little slow at times. Um, so there was there was a couple parts where, uh, thankfully, I did have to uh, run to the bathroom after drinking my uh, you know three liters of water to to stay hydrated while in Vegas. Um, <laughs> but but uh, for the most part, like I mean, there was a lot of a lot of stuff there, and it, it it was a little predictable, but it wasn't as predictably bad. Like as far as like I wasn't as dissatisfied with how I was able to predict a lot of stuff happening. Um, but it was, it was really well done. Um, and I'm interested to see like where some of the X-Men movies go after that. Um, just because this was, you know, set in the future. So it's kind of, it's leaping ahead and not really setting up any continuity for current stuff. Um, but it was, it was uh, definitely well done. And that was one that like everybody, um, that I know like raved about hands down, whether they were, uh, you know, again, some of the same people that are talking about, uh, Iron Fist on my feed, uh, people that I know that don't even really, um, like like comic movies or that I didn't know were comic movie fans and stuff like that, but they um, they talked about this en masse and the, they just loved it all. Hmm. Excuse me, I just can't stop yawning for some reason. <laughs> That's Jesus what I was Christ. like going into the movie. <laughs> oh my god! No, yeah, I mean it's like it's dope. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting out to the theater, and I'm thinking next. Um, a weekend here, not next weekend, but the weekend after that, I'm thinking, may do some 
go crazy, do a little bit of game game hunting, mm-hmm. maybe see if I can pull a double feature because I want to see Power Rangers too. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was going to do a double feature where usually like there was another like uh, late dinner uh, like get together that people wanted to were having. Um, and so that's why we went to like the earlier show of Logan so we could do that and then most of us could go to the other one. But I was saying, like, if I just plan on skipping that other one, I could do a Power Rangers show at 7, and they do, like, a Logan show at 9.40. The problem was I was leaving Friday morning, and I hadn't packed, and my room basically looked like uh, a whirlwind went through and just threw my clothes everywhere in the hotel. Uh, and I'd overpacked because I had no idea what I was going to wear because I left Chicago. It was 29. When I got to Vegas, it was 89. Um, oh, jeez. So it was, you know, just completely random weather-wise. So I was like... I could do that, but I'm going to hate myself in the morning if I need to do all that, the packing in the morning. So um, I just, after Logan, I called it a night, went back. But that's that's definitely on, on my list of uh, of things to do this week as far as try to catch a, a showing of Power Rangers as well. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and I want to see, uh, I'm looking forward to it and I really want to see, uh, see how that goes. I read somewhere that it looks like they've got... Uh, six there's like six scripts in that total thing oh wow i had not heard that so, but i mean that that's pretty yeah. awesome so they gotta they want to do a whole universe with it which you know you know what if it's if it's decent why not well why? i mean also there's enough raw material there where there's there's kind of constraining it to just like the core or the original stuff um i mean they have a lot of characters but they really only have like two like main story arcs which is like the creation of them and then like well i guess you can add some more but like the creation of them and then like the creation of the green ranger um which i've seen a bunch of stuff for people saying like that may be like a a credit scene or something like that or or something but um i mean that's what you know very visibly like the the theming of of rita um of elizabeth banks's rita character uh is very similar Mm -hmm. to what you know in the the visual effects of the characters, what the Green Ranger would look like. Um, so that's, I mean, that's something that uh, there's a lot that they could do with depending on as long as they have, you know, smart writers and what they can do with it. Um, they would have a lot of flexibility and uh, like a whole new universe that they could, the universe itself is a existing IP, but they're, new stories and they're not necessarily pulling in from things where it's like with the comic book stories, it's like, Oh, well they're just doing this arc or they're just doing this arc. Or it's like, there was also talk of like one big story about was like rebooting the matrix. And then somebody's like, well, no, it's not rebooting it. It's just continuing and blah, blah, blah. And like all that crap. Like, so this is like finally getting a legit like version of power Rangers on the big screen, not, you know, just a movie version of the TV series, et cetera. Um, but doing it kind of the, the way that all the other, movies have been going lately so i i would uh, hope i haven't seen any reviews on it um but i would hope that they end up uh they end up having a lot that show that you know you can kind of take this and and run with it where it's not exactly uh gonna just be a retread yeah like you know it'll be it'll be fun i'm i'm looking forward to it gotta you know excited a lot of, a lot of media still to consume here and let march i uh kind of saw a lot too much like i was just thinking about it like uh the new mass effect came out mm-hmm. uh, which i've seen a little bit of uh my roommate got it and played it and let me just say that uh that dialogue in that game is pretty bad i've been seeing a lot uh, of uh, a lot of it, great uh feedback from 
Twitter friends who are huge Mass Effect fans. That's one franchise I never got on board with, but I can appreciate the the fervor that some of the fans have for it. But um, I'll, I'll have to take your word on on most of the Mass Effect stuff. Yeah, like I like I love Mass Effect. I've been a huge Mass Effect guy from the beginning. <sighs> Excuse me, I. Uh... Always been a huge Mass Effect dude. I'm a big Bioware fan too, Ooh. and this one, not uh, not great. So, uh, I wish I like. I'm glad I didn't get it. Uh, I'm still dealing with Zeldor, uh, okay. Breath of the Wild, and uh, Breathe of the Wild Zers. No, so uh, yeah, so it's I, I wanted a lot of great things for mass effect andromeda and i'm not seeing i'm seeing a lot of okay things and some not okay things mm-hmm. but nothing that's like super great downright and amazing it's kind of a bummer yeah yeah like i mean it came out in a tough spot too um that and i felt bad for ghost recon uh, wildlands uh which we've got a buddy playing in our group chat uh and he's like this game's awesome and i'm like you know there's like there was four, like, open-world games that came out, like, in a m- month and some change. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Horizon, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, Breath of the Wild, Mass Effect. All came out within a little chunk of time, and two of those games are arguably the best of that genre. Mm-hmm. And they came out right... Those came out right next to each other, so, like, they made the other two not look so great when you would compare them all. Um but no, it's it's been uh, you know I'm I'm looking forward to maybe hoping they come out with some patches and actually get my teeth sunk into those and uh, just doing that. I got a so many damn games to play, Rick. Well, that's why I, I <laughs> got back and uh, the plan was this weekend was just to to binge on as much uh, DC shows as possible, and then the entire time I'm thinking I still have Final Fantasy 15 to play, where I've only I'm only in like chapter four chapter five but i put like <laughs> a, a ton of like grinding hours in it for um for like ability points and all of that stuff already so i've sunk a lot of time into it but now i'm at the part where yeah i can finally reap the benefit of all of that um and i just haven't been able to do that yet so uh we're traveling next week because i've got a work conference in, in new york city um and then after that i don't think we have any travel for a couple weeks so then uh, I'll try to work that into into my nightly schedule at least a little bit to be able to hit a a couple of uh visits to Final Fantasy 15 every so often. See if you just had a switch you could take it with you. Uh well that's what uh <laughs> like I said uh uh we were at at an appointment and there were folks there that that were actually playing the the switch while they were in the the doctor's office um and so like I asked them what they were playing and uh they were they were playing Zelda and so like the um the wife or girlfriend was playing and then like showing it to the, the boyfriend or husband to kind of show like which way to, to go or whatever. Um, and, and so it was, it was that even more uh, collaborative gaming that way. So that was, that was interesting too. So that was kind of cool that I, I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm, I just did because I, so I took that, that first weekend when it came out, cause I took that day off on Friday and just really dived into it. Went back in two, two, three weeks ago. Uh, but I've been playing like little snippets here and there, and the problem with um, well Zelda is that it's really good, and sometimes that can be a problem where you're doing the open world thing and exploring and doing all that, 
because you're not progressing, there's not a lot of story to it. So, you know, you spend three hours wrangling horses. And then you're like, yep. what the fuck did I, what, what did I just do for three hours? Like I shot some, I shot some pigs and, and, and caught some horses and bought some arrows. Like what, that's not like. <laughs> well, exactly. It's... That's similar to Final Fantasy 15. Like they ended up having a couple of spots where you could like kind of grind and do some, some quick experience points gaining. And so that's where like, I would be like, oh, we're going to watch a show. Like I'll just, uh, on the, the windows laptop that I have, like you can stream, uh, from your Xbox to windows PCs. So it's like, okay, I'll just, you know, hook up the controller and it's basically just like a lot of repetitive motion. I don't have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, just doing that. And then grinding or like, I'll be like, okay, I got like an hour to kill before I got to go do something for work. Like I'll do that. And so it was like, again, I was, you know, killing an hour, 90 minutes, but then nothing was really, like I wasn't accomplishing yeah. that much. So, and then it was like, Oh, where'd the time? Yeah. Go? I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's not bad, and I would like I would like clarify. It's like it's not bad. It's a really good thing. It's just you know I've been playing for a month and I'm only halfway through the story kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I still have like more exploring and and this and that to do. I actually fought through and uh, just went and did a part of the story last night and knocked out one of those four dungeons, and uh, which was fun. It was good. Um, hard game. It that game is hard. That game is really hard. Um, but no, it's it's been it's been good. I've been I've been enjoying that. I bought uh, Neo Geo Turf Masters because that's on their eShop, mm-hmm. and uh, that was enjoyable. Uh, once I played a little bit, I I, I I like a lot of the Neo Geo stuff because they're all arcade ports, and um, you know, I have a little flashback to 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 that kind of stuff. Um, no, but that like that's always really enjoyable. And uh, let's see, so I got that, got another another little eShop gift card that I'm waiting for something to come up there. And uh, I, it's like it's so bad. It's like we're kind of just I, we're desperately. I, I feel like as like Switch owners, we're sort of desperately looking for something else to play play mm-hmm. because Zelda is so intense and so intimate in a way because of the sense of discovery where you want a little break from it and they're not doing a great job of giving you options for, to take you a little break mm-hmm. from Zelda. Um, they did the global test fire, uh, this for Splatoon two this weekend, which I missed all of those. Uh, I didn't realize it's foolish me. Uh, I thought Nintendo would do a beta like any other company would do a beta. And because there's only two million Switch users, mm-hmm. and I figured, well, this would not be alone on any kind of servers at all. And that was a mistake. They segmented them into like six test fires over the last three days. So it was like two on Friday, three on Saturday, and then one today at like four o'clock in the morning. And uh, I was like, whoops, well, I was going to be playing Splatoon. Uh, and each one only lasted an hour. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, so it was basically it wasn't as enthralling as you'd hoped to be. Yeah, like I was looking because that would have been like a nice little fun little break from Zelda, and um, you know, just to to give yourself a little reprieve there. But nope, it uh, not as in, as intense as I wanted it to be there. 
Here's your little here's your little tasters. Your little Yeah. Your little taste of Splatoon too. But <laughs> Man. Oh jeez. Oh, well, that's what I was looking at my Xbox and cleaning up some of the stuff that I had on there as well since I did log on to it. Um, and there were just a bunch of, like, game previews. And then, like, I uh, circled back to see if anything else had come of come of them. And nothing really had moved any further than that. So at least there's, there, like, more so than just the betas. Like, eventually that stuff will come out as opposed to, like, some of these other games that were previewed but never really went anywhere. Yeah, like I'm uh I'm looking forward to I'm I'm here in April there's going to be some good stuff coming out. Uh there's Pew Pew Tetris, Mario Kart 8 comes out again. Uh just to take stuff that gives you a nice little break. Um And that's that's really what it's just been about lately is that like I've been needing breaks from from everything. Mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> I um you know, I've got all these games to play and no time to play them. Yep. There's the, you know, the series 65 stuff, which I've never, I haven't, I'm not been too in too intense into, but I need to actually start getting down and, and doing that so I can get that done at some point. And, uh, just waiting around, just a whole bunch of waiting around. Like I, uh, <laughs> like next weekend I'd, I'd go game hunting, uh, but we're not getting paid until, uh, the following Monday. We usually get paid on the first, oh, but yeah, since, since the first Saturday, Saturday and they don't do direct deposit. You know, it's gonna be Monday. Oh yeah, it stinks. And, I'm, and I'm like, man, like I just want to go to some flea markets. Like the weather's been great down here, um, but now I gotta wait an extra weekend on top of it. And uh, I did like a little bit. I bought a couple PSP games this weekend, uh, and didn't didn't really hit the itch at all. And uh, <laughs> I'm getting a, I'm getting a big lot of stuff from one of our friends. So. Um, that's going to be cool. I get to go through all that and, and process that all out, but, uh, and see what I have. And most of it's just common stuff that I don't have. So it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be good. It's just, you know, just waiting. It's been the, that's been this week. This whole week is waiting. I, uh, because we didn't, because we didn't uh, record on the day we usually record. I like totally lost my entire sense of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I was sitting there, it's you know it's like one day it's like two it's like Wednesday and I'm like it's Tuesday, and like well that's what the entire time in Vegas it's just you have no idea what day it is it's just where do I have to be within the next sixty minutes, um, <laughs> and so again like I've that's why like I wanted to make sure we had our slides done beforehand, um, knowing what was where. Um, and it's basically okay like it's just like okay where do i have to be like within the next two hours to bounce between places um making sure like i didn't have any first thing early morning sessions but i had Mm -hmm. a couple uh early meetings um and then it like so that's again like i was just like how many more days do i have here like i what am i going home like i have no idea like what what day it is or like what actual uh like day of the month it is just like i just know like it's 12 o'clock and i'm supposed to be here like once we get to one o'clock i'll figure out where i'm supposed to be then so it's just you lose all because even there like you're inside all day you don't you can walk and walk and walk and you know hit 15,000 or 20,000 steps and not even go outside and that stuff so it's just kind of like all over the place so just like you know thrown for a loop um so now that i'm finally (laughs) home and can reacclimate where like i'm I've double checked the calendar. I keep next to my desk like four times. You're like, okay, what is the actual day of the month it is? Um, so yeah, so I, very similar where it's just like, yep, I just have no idea what's going on, or or just like it's like, I'll do that on Tuesday. They're like, it's Wednesday. Oh shit. Okay, I guess I won't do it Tuesday then. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So 
Speaking of madness, our uh, I, I just checked out our our standings there in our March, in our uh, March Madness bracket group on ESPN, and uh, man, I I I really fucking <laughs> I uh, is it uh, Michael Shea does this bit about dog <laughs> really really fuck the dog on that one uh-huh. or screw the pooch, <laughs> and I was gonna say that, but I was like. Uh, I'm trying to think of another euphemism. I did terrible this year. I I did bad. I lost both of these brackets in last place, and I'm in last place in the work one. And I just did like usually I I follow March Madness like a little bit, mm-hmm. like outside of those first first two days. I usually stick around for like the next series of games. I just gave up. Like it was so ridiculous. I was like, what was the point? Well, I had planned to pay a little bit of attention to it. Knowing I would have been in Vegas, I was going to be in Vegas for the the first the first round and most mm-hmm. of the second round, uh, or some of the second round. Um, that Friday, I was in Vegas, actually being St. Patrick's Day as well. So that's going to be even crazier. Uh, again, spring break yeah. time as well, and then all of my coworkers coming in and stuff like that. So I plan to. Um, and then by the time you set it up, which was you know late on Wednesday night, um, <laughs> I had shit Wi-Fi on the plane the entire time, uh, as well as the portion of the plane I was in, um, not having air conditioning, the back of the plane having air conditioning. So like I was doing work and at one point I I sat there and realized it was like, I'm literally sitting here dripping in sweat and like the air nozzles not working or whatever. And I get up to go to the bathroom and I'm like, Oh wait, it's like a frigid breeze back here. So I don't know why it's working back there and not up here. So (laughs) the fact of that was happening plus no wifi was amazing. Um, and then I had a layover in LA, so I, I get to Vegas late. The cab line is horrendous, so it was, you know, I I didn't think it was going to be a problem like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, but with everybody coming for March Madness, Spring Break, uh, St. Patrick's Day, all that stuff, it was it was probably the longest line I'd waited in um, in Vegas for a cab. With that said, it was only about half an hour, but still a pain in the ass. I get to the hotel, they screwed up yeah. my reservation, where I had two reservations that were start to finish, start to finish. And I needed to change the first one to start a day earlier, but they started the, or they changed the second one to start a day earlier and did something else. So then they overlapped and we're looking at two different reservations. And I'm just like, how was that difficult? So at one point they were just like, just get me in the room. And so I didn't get in the room to like 1230 and I was like, okay, I'm not going to check it there. And I wake up and I'm still on, you know, my body's still on East or central time, you know, where mm-hmm. I'm at is Pacific time and where games are starting is East coast time. So I'm talking to you guys and it's like, well, oh, I was going to do it. And you're like, okay, you got 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm still in bed at this point. So I was just like, uh, let me try to find it on my <laughs> phone and figure it out. So that's where I was literally like, okay, getting ready, going to the bathroom, all this stuff. And I'm just like, okay, let me just fill out brackets and be like, okay. Like I, I picked one where I was like, I, I have an idea of, of what I would want to do, which is the one I did relatively okay. in. Uh, for having, you know, five minutes of prep and the other one where I just picked a bunch of random upsets uh, and that one didn't do so well. Um, but uh, <laughs> That's all my fucking brackets, dude. <laughs> but uh, it was basically like, okay, so like I'm watching it, like I, I'm checking, following some of it and it's just, it's amazing like when, like you're you're walking through MGM and you hear like 
the entire like sports book erupt and you look over and Purdue's up like 82 to 70 and they just scored another basket and you're like, <laughs> they're obviously going to win. Like, what are you so upset or what are you so like amazing? They they're like, the exactly. And that's where it was like, like, so it's not even like just as far as like brackets and like who's winning or who's losing, but it's, it's every game. There's, you know, there's multiple levels of it, of who's covering, who's not things like that. So it was just amazing to walk through all the casinos um, and see all of that. Um, and then, I, like, I hit up the Top Golf Thursday night, um, the new Top Golf in Vegas, just to, to smack the shit out of some mm-hmm. golf balls. Um, and they were showing all the games there, and they they had like a it was like a two story high TV screen, HD TV screen that's like 4K and everything that they were showing one of the games on. And then they had like even for what most of the other bars show is like their big screen, like four other ones there. And then like you're hitting balls like out into the driving range, and they have like two or they had like four other big screens that had all the games on that you could actually see like you were in your living room, like 200 yards away. Um, so that was probably like the hands down best way to watch March Madness in any way, shape, or form. Um, all the, all the time, you know, dying inside, knowing that my bracket was a piece of shit and wasn't going to get anywhere. Um, <laughs> and, and so like I, I, before this, before, uh, just as I was plugging my laptop back in, I was like, Oh, let, let me see what my bracket looks like just in case. And it's just like, I, I haven't looked at, it. I was looking at standing. So the one that like, I put like an ounce of thought into, like there were like 10 people in our group that submitted them. So it was like a couple of us submitted like multiple times or whatever, but like it's in fourth right now, but there's no shot at I think I like I've got like zero people <laughs> left or, or whatever. Um so like I, I I don't know how that'll happen, but um just seeing like just how again all of our brackets are so trash it it's uh, it's pretty uh, uh pretty comforting that way. So there there's definitely uh <laughs> misery loving some company there. Yeah, yeah. I would like to say I just noticed I was browsing through Facebook a little bit, uh see if there was any good news stories that popped up that I could quickly research. Uh I did see, however, uh, we have a full week of wrestling uh, this week because WrestleMania is next weekend. Oh, awesome. That's even better. Where is it? <sighs> oh, jeez. Uh, um, it's in a town that has a stadium. I would hope so. Uh, <laughs> it's actually in my backyard. Location. Uh, it looks like it's in... Orlando. Jesus, we're not even leaving the fucking state for that one. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, for those, like, uh, for the listeners that don't know, the uh, uh, NXT is set up at Full Sail University. And uh, I have an aunt that works at Full Sail. So she's always trying to to talk us into coming down and going to some of the stuff that they they run for NXT. If if she can get you, I would love to go to an NXT event, Uh, uh, Rick. So we we need to work that out. (laughs) Um, sounds like a plan and uh so that so all that's down in all that's uh, i think that that's in orlando too right yep okay good i didn't want to like miss like i thought it was i was like 85 percent sure but i didn't want to be like yeah so (laughs) so they do nxt down there they've got their training center down there that's like sort of their second home away from uh home state uh mostly because of how florida taxes contractors Mm -hmm. uh yeah, so they've got headquarters in Connecticut. <laughs> not even, not even leaving the state. But uh, no, that should be interesting. There's a couple matches I'm looking forward to um, for WrestleMania. I haven't um, followed. This is my. This is like so every. I, I go through like little wrestling breaks every so often. Yeah, same here. We usually record it. We usually record on Tuesday, so I haven't caught SmackDown 
in like the last like month, which is fine. I've caught bits and pieces of Raw, which is fine because I've just been like, you know, uh, you know, because I was kind of taking a little break from it. Um, and then a couple matches I'm looking forward to uh, just to see because I, I always get hyped for WrestleMania, um, which is the perfect end to lit March. Mm-hmm. Is uh, even though it's like April. Well, Second it's just like March Madness, we're looking at the brackets now. The the first tip off of the Final Four games is April first, so it's you know the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So, so so you got you got the Final Four Saturday night. You've got WrestleMania Sunday night, and you've got National Championship game. I would assume Monday night. Yeah. So I'm. It's gonna be good. Um, I'll probably end up watching the championship game. Um, South Carolina is in the final. Get whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. So the final four right now is you've got I think it's UK UNC it's UK or no shit. No, it's UNC, Oregon, UNC, UNC, and then Gonzaga and South Carolina. Yeah, and um, thank you because I was gonna struggle bugle with that <laughs> the entire like I was just gonna keep naming fucking teams until <laughs> the national championship game is Syracuse versus no one and they automatically win and. Uh, <laughs> Which we fucking lost in the second round of the NIT. Uh, I'm so... Ugh. Which is fine. It's fine. It was a shit year this year for Syracuse. Uh, My alma mater never makes the NCAA tournament. And I, I think the last time they did it was before I actually went to school there. So I have no problem with that. So that's <laughs> where I'm actually paying more attention to Penn State's uh, NCAA Division One hockey team in the playoffs there. Uh, and I think if they win one more game, they make it to the Frozen Four. So for me, that's more exciting than anything of happening in, in March Madness or March Sadness. You're big. Uh, you're a big hockey hockey guy too. I, uh, you know, I, I need to. I like I like sports, general generally. Um, I've been to a couple of Hurricanes games. Uh, and there's like a professional women's soccer league coming to carry. Oh, nice. Uh, which I'm probably, so what I want to do, because this is going to sound awful, uh, but it is women, women's soccer. So I imagine the demand for like box seats isn't going to be there. So I imagine like seasoned box seats would be super cheap. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to see if I can like just get those for a first couple seasons because they're supposed to be really good. So I'm hoping uh, the team's supposed to be really good, and then I could just sit there and be like, "Yeah, I went to those games. I had box seats for a while, just you know, just to say that I had it." It's not like I'll be able to get Canes Hurricanes box yeah. seats. I mean, depending um, on what league it is, um, then I mean, there's because I know that there's a couple of different leagues, or there's even like a couple mm-hmm. of different uh, levels to the MLS and like some of the because they had like the Railhawks, to which like they weren't originally like an MLS team, and I don't know if they are now mm-hmm. or whatever. And I know that it's still kind of the same for women's soccer. Uh, but that that would be good again because it, it's always those things where again they're they're trying to play with the community, trying to get into the community. So um, uh, yeah. you you'll always have a decent experience, and I know um, like they they tend to grow uh, rather well. And I mean, being in that area, soccer is huge in, yeah. in RTP area, um, yeah. so it would be something that that would play well. Yeah, so I mean, I'm excited for that, and uh, I was just hoping, you know. I hope I'll be able to get that sweet those sweet box seats for a couple seasons relatively cheap. And uh <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, I, uh, big sports, but man, it's it's been something else. Well, it's I, ironic uh, that that, that kind of is mentioned there cuz that kind of ties something I, I wanted to to talk about as far as uh this past week in Vegas, us going there this summer, 
uh, what you were talking about waiting and then now even soccer, um, where when you have like 20,000 people in one area um, and you know the majority of them know each other and you try to, to organize groups, like we had like our team was like 20 people or something there, uh, mm-hmm. but trying to get people to go out to dinner or go out to restaurants and, and all this stuff was it's basically like playing, uh, there's a term for kids soccer called bunch ball where no matter where Ooh. the ball goes, they just all, it's like, it's a big blob around the ball and they don't like play positions. They don't spread out. They can't like pass it to anybody. It's just like <laughs> all the kids run to it. So that generally starts, you know, at the, the soccer tots when they're just learning to, to run and, and walk and do all that stuff. And they're kicking the ball around, but it, it goes a lot around, like even when they're like eight, nine year old as well. Um, so that's basically what it is like when you're trying to coordinate people in Vegas when you have any any size <laughs> of, of people greater than three. Um, and so it's like it's this amoebic bunch ball problem where uh, you have multiple groups that are doing dinner here, then dinner here, and we'll meet here. But by the time one group sets, gets there, another group's already else, somewhere else, so they're just going to stay there. And then, But no, they want to go there, and then they split up into two, and you lose people, and you can't find them, and blah, 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 blah. So it's just like it ends up being like this um, ridiculous uh, – uh, Rube Goldberg contraption to, to successfully get all the people that are in your group together in one goddamn place. Um, but, but for the most part, uh, you know, you're always, you're always at about 75% capacity just cause it's like, where's so-and-so? Oh, I don't know. He was going to be here. And then he just walked off somewhere. It's like, Oh, okay. Well, are we going to do the typical thing in the movie where we send one person out for him to find him? And then when he comes back, we're going to lose those other two people or whatever. Um, so I, I would imagine if we go there this summer, um, and uh, and there's enough people that are together going, you know, to the convention center for magic related stuff um, that'll limit at least during the day missing a lot of people. At night, that's a different story where we're going to end up having to uh, basically set up proof of life check in points for for folks after <laughs> um, after some some of the mornings, especially since it's you know going to be during the week and that's like Thursday night. For some reason, like Thursday night is one of the craziest nights in Vegas, just because a lot of people get really? there for the early weekend and that's when they go out. There's a lot of specials and stuff like that. I mean Friday and Saturday is still kind of crazy too but Thursday is just like we were there for the whole week like Monday was okay Tuesday was dead Wednesday was dead but then Thursday it's like skyrocketing up to, to busy again because that's where everybody gets in for the long weekend um, mm. so depending on, on what days line up for what events uh, we'll have to have like check-in points or, or basically put like some of the, the little uh, teddy bear backpack harnesses on some of our, our buddies to, <laughs> to basically hold them and, and make sure they're, they're able to stand up um, uh, while while we're going there, so I, I'm hoping just based on uh, you know some of the, some of the our our friends uh, being limited for cash, uh, limited for attention span, uh, as well as being magic oriented, it's going to be a little less of a problem <laughs> than uh, having all, all of my work buddies uh, kind of go all all over the place and then trying to constantly juggle uh, like the location of 37 people at one time and everybody else wanting everybody else to get to their location but not wanting to leave because they were there and getting somewhere else and so yeah so that was that's uh the the experience i had is the whole time i'm thinking like how the hell is this going to ha- how the hell is this going to work in june when we're here when we have people wanting to do a ton of stuff but then everybody's like let's all do something together where it's like yeah that's not going to happen unless you just because eventually i'm just like it sounds like it's a dick move but it's like no this is where i'm going if anybody wants to join me i will be here I will be here from this time. I will plan to go here from this time, and then we can meet there X, Y, and Z. Because, like, if you don't do that, like, nothing just happens. It just ends up being, like, everything is compensating for everything else, and it just all falls apart. Yeah, like, I I know, and that's one of those things, too. It's like, I want to start, you know, where I'm trying to make sure I can start planning for everything and kind of want to, you know, sort of get costs reduced a little bit. 
And because uh, I'm actually trying to figure out what events I'm going to play in. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like after it's kind of <laughs> like magic's really is. So this is like part of the thing is it's like magic's really been pissing me off lately is that I have to go and like con- I have to continually buy cards. And I know like that's the that's the, the gist of it. But well, I'm not even buying card game. cards. Yeah, like, I'm not even buying cards from, like, I'm not buying packs, I'm buying singles. So it's like, it's not even, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not even the fucking point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's made it worse is that I, uh, I I traded, um when I picked up that Nintendo stuff a while ago, I traded a whole bunch of cards on top of that. So um, I didn't get rid of anything. I got rid of a few a few cards that kind of be kind of noteworthy, but nothing too bad. But now I have to go, and I'm getting ready to trade uh, one of our friends for uh, a lot of stuff they've had. They have, uh, but it's just you know I'm getting so tired of buying singles. I'm getting so tired of it. Well, that, that's what I'm hoping for even now. Like, look, because I haven't double checked back, but I was thinking, like, if we were going to do like Tuesday to Monday or Wednesday to Monday for whatever to go out there, like, just play in like one of the events like earlier in the week, which I think is the legacy event. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of just relax, chill, just walk around, um, like, just kind of, you know, take it easy and then do all the like the sightseeing stuff later where you're able to get like as much magic in as possible like early in the week and then you're able to, to kind of do whatever you want later in the week so that it, it doesn't feel like it's just you're, you're there just shelling out money more and more stuff for everything that uh yeah that like you're kind of hesitating on right now yeah and like you know that was kind of that's kind of what i was going to do is i was deciding what of um how many how many events i wanted to plan and i know i want to do the legacy for sure but i wasn't going to do the limited and i'm on the fence about the modern because they're charging, it's they're charging two hundred fucking dollars, or it's it's a hundred dollars for an entry. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I was looking at some of the packages, but then even some of them are like, for where it's it's the intention that you won't be able to play in the events. Uh, it's basically yeah. like you're just going through, um, uh, and basically just going through and like just collecting the product. When like when you're looking at it, it's all you're doing is like buying old draft sets. Which, yeah. if you want to do that, go for it, brother. And that, like, it's not worth your time. And so, it just, no. you know, what what makes sense here and there. I um, yeah, and I'm not, you know, and this is the other thing too is that this may be the last, depending on on how next year shapes up for the, shapes up for these events. Uh, you know, Ch- Channel Fireball is running all the GPs mm-hmm. next year, and I'm not paying a hundred dollars to go to a fucking GP in Richmond. I'm not. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not paying. I don't want to pay $100 for uh, entry per uh, for Vegas. And the only reason that's even, you know, is like sort of like it is the premier event. And I get that. But, you know, it's that's a ton of money for a constructed thing. I got to bring my own pieces. Well, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to bring everything and I'm paying you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it'll be that big of a, a price jump for the 2018 stuff. Um, but, I, I mean, I think it'll end up being, uh, you know, more reasonable. But even then, it, it still it has gotten up there where, I mean, when I got back into it with the the VIP registration for GP Richmond was like $75. And I did that because mm-hmm. I had buys or whatever. And, I mean, now that's the standard registration. And if you're doing anything else, it's ridiculously above that. Um 
but it's yeah it's just there's the the cost of the gps is too much and that's where usually i've been like i'll just go hit a gp no matter what but then like talking to some of the guys i play with out here they're like yeah like it's not worth my money for that and the hotels and, and stuff like that for if i don't mm-hmm. really understand the meta game or i've been playing or, or kind of work up and i always thought that was like a an atypical response but the more the prices of just the entry fees for the gps go up i can definitely see that being an exact problem yeah and you know i and that's the thing too is it's just like you know i had when i had buys for gp boston wooster um you know it was fine i paid you know i paid a pretty penny for for that i think because i think that package was 150 Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just it, the whole damn thing's just a mess. Like, uh, and you, you know, it's like you got to you spend all the money to get there, and then they're bleeding you dry. And you know, I'm like that entry, like this for that weekend is you know that I could put together for the approximated the approximate cost of to play in all three of those events that's too that's too expensive nes games mm-hmm. maybe maybe three you know that's you know that's a couple of, you know like that's you know that's two months of flea marketing easy you know going out every other weekend yep exactly. and it's just and, and it's like magic has been it's they've had um it's i've heard one of the guys talk about this uh Cedric Phillips, where he talks about the dollar to fun ratio. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's losing. Magic's Magic's losing a lot. Magic's losing it a lot for, uh, for me. And there's not the the funds just not the funds just not coming there. Like I hang out with, you know, I meet up one of our mutual friends at F and M, or some of our mutual friends, and we just play test legacy. We don't even play the you know play the thing. I'll end up buying some singles or whatever, but. You know, that's about it. Like, I don't play an FNM anymore because there's like no, there's no real point because I'm playing with cards I don't like. Mm-hmm. And but, so, no, I, I just I would hate to see every GP next year cost a hundred dollars for the entry. Yeah, I don't I don't think it'll quite get there, but it, it's they definitely have to do something to. Um... To do that, and I mean, maybe that's the plan based on giving this to a single vendor and having a much more uniform experience. Because even while we were doing this, I was checking some of the the feedback from GP Orlando, um, and I I didn't watch any of it since I was I was binging on as much of the CW shows as I could. But apparently, mm-hmm. the coverage was horrible. Um, yeah, and then so. Uh, I, I mean, hopefully the Channel Fireball can work with them to to provide a better coverage experience, and then just get a better experience overall, and see where that goes. But uh, we'll uh, we'll hope that uh, that it it does uh, become better, and not basically just uh, go down the toilet, um, and doesn't uh, kind of um, you know bring true our uh, our yeah. cynical fears. <laughs> yeah, it's good, and it's you know it, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to Vegas as soon as we. Uh, I guess as soon as we can like book the room, um, I'm probably gonna end up getting my plane ticket there. Um, I do want to travel, buddy. Um, so I'm gonna uh, beat up our friend Ed and see if because uh, he's talking. He was talking about going, mm-hmm. so I want to see if he'll be my travel buddy. And uh, and uh, yeah, so because I hate because I don't want to fly all the like I don't. I've never flown by myself. <laughs> And I've also never really like traveled, traveled by myself that far of a distance. 
Yeah. Well, we yeah, can we like, can do some of that uh, on a future episode as far as travel planning or like a, a first timer's guide to Vegas and and everything that that you'll experience uh, as well as everything you won't want to experience. Um, <laughs> uh, so so we can definitely do that uh, to talk about some of that. Yeah, that that'd be fun. Um, I know we wanted to do a little bit more news stuff, uh, but I didn't get a chance to actually really look at anything. All I know is that the uh, the the uh, the healthcare uh, bill did not pass. Yes, yeah, so. which is which is good. I mean, that's that's excellent. Um, that you know the the current uh, uh, incarnation of their plan to repeal Obamacare failed. Um, it's great that you know it's currently working as is uh, to kind of keep everybody having coverage and not you know exploding. Obviously, uh, they're going to come back and look for a change there, or they're going to try to do something with it. Um, but this is only essentially step one, but hopefully, uh, you know, something, um, something, anything else that follows this won't be as egregious since obviously they didn't get support for just ripping away, uh, healthcare from people. <laughs> what? Yeah. So no, I, I saw that, um, nothing else. I've just been so busy. God, all I've been listening to, I got to start listening to like newscasts or something while I'm at work, put on Al Jazeera. And, well, uh, next week we can have some more topical stuff. I mean, we didn't have a chance to sync up before this, so I mean, even just yeah. uh, catching up now is is pretty good. Um, so I mean, we can catch up during the week. I mean, there's I have a list of topics running where things that we had talked about before, um, so we we can sync up on that and have uh, do some homework and have some fresh material for next week. I mean, I'll be at a conference in New York, but um, uh, we'll have WrestleMania to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. if we are trying to think if we record Tuesday, we'll, I'll be in the same time zone. So it'll be a little bit easier. Um, but then if we record Tuesday, we can still do some stuff, uh, depending on hotel Wi-Fi and having a, a decent connection there as opposed to a crap connection. Um, and having it sound like, uh, we're talking on tin cans in 1942. Um, <laughs> oh, did you hear, did you hear about, yeah. uh, about, about FDR there? He's, he's getting the bombs ready for the Japanese. <laughs> That was an amazing <laughs> neutral accent. <laughs> I do. I've got a couple, and it's really weird because you don't expect like a six-two, three hundred and fifty-pound black guy to do to do that uh, to, and, uh, to basically do a, a spot-on newsy impersonation. And uh, I, I, another one I do is uh, I do Woody Allen, and uh, that one I have to get actually have to get ready for. I got to get in the mindset. But uh, yeah, not not your go to, not your go to impression. Well, why don't you uh, go ahead and sign us off this week with uh, with your newsy there? All right. Well, that's it for the Rick and Don show today. Uh, tune in, tune in next week, and we'll have the uh, we'll have the bees knees. Be sure to tip Listen your newspaper boys. Listen carefully.